We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings NFL Championship Round Best Bets, the bronze the gold the silver not in that order though because that would be especially confusing if that was the order that we went in smash the like to the episode sub to mayo media network rate and review the audio podcast only two games remaining you don't like any totals you don't like any sides props are probably where you want to go and if you want to get the medium projections the ceiling projections and the prop percentages versus the number suggest you have hit up runthesims.com slash mayo to get yourself that discount you can simulate the game 10,000 times any way that you like, and you can just use the custom stock projections that are in there and weight it versus the VIG that you're getting on each of the odds to see whether or not it is still a favorable bet on your side. Even if the numbers say, hey, this is going to go over 22 and a half, but it's minus 3,000, well, it still might not be a good bet. Put it that way. Rob, you know all about the Kelly criterion, don't you? I do know about the Kelly criterion. It's what I use to stake my own personal betting. Uh, a very small fraction of the Kelly Criterion, but uh, yes, I'm, a, Kelly, I'm very aware with it. Kelly Criterion, what you mean the, the the character on Star Trek? What the hell are you guys <laughs> talking about, Kelly Criterion? I, okay, is this is this the Run the Sims Pat where you throw everything into the Kelly Criterion and it spits out projections? 
Basically, yeah. Well, no, you just you you th- you throw in you throw in the number and then it runs the projection, but you have to throw in the vig at the same time. So, for example, if something is minus one fifty, let's say, and mm-hmm. and the number is twenty five and a half, and your projection says that it goes over twenty five and a half rushing yards fifty two percent of the time, but the vig is minus one fifty, it's a bad bet. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. So basically, yes, it just helps you. Uh... Kind of like at the grocery store when you're getting like you know chicken legs for uh, two ninety nine a pound instead of like three fifty. You're, you're you're shopping for the best price. Correct? The Kelly Criterion Cam is just a formula that tells you how much you should bet with the edge that you have. It's you, you oh. know if you feel really like some people apply the Kelly Criterion without actually knowing that they do. It's like if you're more confident in something, you're typically going to bet more on it, right? In sports betting, or a lot of people will do that. That's all Kelly does. If you have a oh, big okay. Edge, it tells you to put down more, uh, depending on what the odds say, so on and so forth. So it's kind of like Rob, math- I would say for me though, like I look at a game, go minus minus seven and a half, minus one twenty eight, and go, that's a lot of juice or so. Like basically, I'm doing it myself without throwing this thing in the supercomputer. I'm kind of looking where value. Oh, but you, but does this thing factor in injuries, road trips, um, if human that, element? Like it, what, well, it runs ten thousand simulations. So some of those things, like injuries, are a part of the simulations that get run through. That hey, this guy got injured on the first play of the game, therefore his under hit. So all of those range of outcomes through the projection in the simulation are going to be accounted for. For example, hmm. my gold pick of the week, it actually says that it is a implied plus 9.8% on the Kelly criterion, the opposite way that I'm betting it. <laughs> okay. Well, no, it's good to know. Like, I know we crack, we, we crack jokes and, you know, we do stuff and, you know, we all have our ways to get to the same place I get. But one day, uh, Rob, one day, Pat, I would like to see – how the Sims, how you guys run them, what numbers. I, I basically know what you're talking about. You come out, hey, this bet, you'll run it and go, you said it, this is a 6% edge, a 2.1% edge, a 0.5% edge, da 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 da, da right? And then you, you, you bet accordingly, but with the original bet that you have, and then you can put a line through stuff or circle stuff and go, hey, that's, re- that's a really nice number I got there. Correct? Well, I mean, not anyway. exactly, but you're, okay. you're, you're, yeah, 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 you get closer yeah, yeah, with yeah, each yeah, yeah. passing week. Like every week we get closer to the huh. truth. So yeah, okay. we're, we're, it's close. It's not far. I mean, it's, there, it, it, it's based off of something called a Monte Carlo simulation, which is just Carlo. a math Monte Carlo. Exactly nice. like the used to be on the strip in Vegas. It's now place. Park MGM or whatever it is now. But yeah, it's just Monte, Monte Carlo simulations. And uh, that's how Run the Sims is built. And you basically put all this data in, you set it up, and you actually are simulating that event over and over and over and over and over. Um, and then the higher amount of Sims the less variance overall as well. That so that's sense. why they sim it like 10,000 times, right? One more question. Do you need a certain type of computer to, or could you do it on like a pet computer or a Tandy? Do you need like a special machine or could you do it on a piece of shit computer? Like, do you, you could, do, do, you, do you think this is like 1967 where you need one of those computers <laughs> that fills up an entire room and it prints you off like the dot matrix paper? No, Pat, I, w- I would actually probably think that would be the worst having a dot matrix. Like, I, I'm just saying like, what kind of, do you need a, what basic tools do you need to run the Sims? That's what you, I'm saying. Like what kind of Microsoft Excel is what you need. Or if you're like that would do it for you very slowly. You can run simulations in Excel by writing a macro to do that. Or you can have knowledge of some sort of programming language like Python or R. Those are very. But in terms of your actual computer itself, I think uh, most computers that are made nowadays would suffice. This. Yeah, it's I. 
I, I envision you, Cam, like thinking like it's one of those old computers where you just got to go like plug things in. No, I actually don't. Dude, it's not a fucking 1950s place where I tap in like wires. Hey, I got to call Rob. Click, click, click. Where You know, you got the thing and you put it in the hole and stuff. I'm not a, hey, I admit, you guys are upper level with your computer simulation stuff. I have an idea. Mm. I'm just saying, I don't know. And, and one more question. Anyway, I can't believe I even started. Why do I do these things? Why do I fucking open these doors? How far back the simulation is like, who cares if another team, like the, the players are gone or whatever? Like how, how do you narrow the param? I guess you just program it in, right? Like, yes. so between so- five years, between 10 years, between 15 years, 20 Right. Yeah. So whoever's designing the model is going to program in whatever they think is valuable in it to determine the outcome and of the game. Who called the fucking thing Python? Like, you think Python? I, don't, I don't know where that came from. I, I don't, don't know. either. Yeah. Seems, Python. Like a, yeah. seems like an okay name. No, Python. So they're dangerous. They squeeze you to death. And the, but whatever. I would think it more of like, one quick question about horse racing. Same thing. Like you just like you can go aqueduct gulf stream sand and like you throw all this stuff in the computer and it just basically instead of getting the program six eight you know got got beat on the rail da, 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 like you could do all that does horse racing work for your uh, sims so you could model horse racing now there's a couple ways you can do it there's what's nowadays called machine learning models where you just dump all the data in right so you yep. take basically race histories from equibase forever and dump it yep. into a model and then the computer actually learns what's valuable or not and starts to program it for you going forwards. Uh, that's way beyond my level of intellect at this point, but a lot of people are doing that nowadays. With horse racing, you can, but like the problem is so much of the data you're working with in horse racing is flawed because like your practice data, you have no idea yeah, if if, if the jockey was giving the horse a go or whether like you you don't know how valuable a lot of the data is with horse racing. So there's people who beat horse racing at scale like very, very successful groups, but they're few and far between relative to other sports. Interesting. Well, you mm-hmm. can also go if you want to. I don't know if horse racing is covered. Is horse racing covered at the Hammer, Rob? Not yet, but we will be doing, uh, you know, Triple Crown this year, uh, Kentucky Derby, Preakness, Belmont. Uh, probably get Cam on board for some of those shows as well. But yes, we will be doing horse racing coverage for the hammer, for the big races this year. I will say one thing, Pat, as you remember when we were doing uh, NXT Jockey Fantasy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we made it. We, that was the best. Ra- Rob, it was unbelievable. Like, Nando DeFino, like, hired me, and that's where I met Pat, and I was working at Fantasy Sports, and I was doing horse racing. Like, I'm not going to say I'm a horse racing expert by any stretch, but I know jockeys. I know races. You know, it's horses and stuff. So I basically did a fantasy jockey thing, and we'd enter a contest, and like nobody, Pat, it was a gold mine. They they shut us down. Like we were getting paid to do the stuff. Like we won like thirty times. Like I'm going two hundred for you. Like I was shaving off everybody at work. It was amazing. We won twice. They're like, nah, 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 nah. This isn't happening anymore. It rocked. <laughs> yeah, we we had fantasy horse racing, and we were like the only seventeen people to enter the contest were the yes. seventeen people who worked in our <laughs> yes. office. It was the it was awesome. the, the same thing happened for the sumo wrestling too. Yes. I uh, I have very fond memories of Cam betting on horse racing, including when he used to uh, dial onto the PA and announce to the entirety of the score. <laughs> uh, hello, anyone. If anyone has any tips for third race at Aqueduct, please come to Cam Stewart's desk. Please, Cam Stewart's desk, third race Aqueduct. And then rather than using his finger to, to you know, end the, the call, so to speak, he would always just mangle the phone into the... It was the loudest... 
like everyone was losing their minds but kind of like what i do with my mic on all the other shows that i do just yeah never quiet and smooth rob always jagging we had we had good times i mean one of my favorite days ever sorry to go on a tangent here but uh one of my favorite days ever was when myself and hainzer decided that we were going to block the horse racing channels on the tvs before cam came into work (laughs) one day and it was one of the best pranks we ever pulled because cam came in and he's like what's going on Told them that uh, John Levy, who is the CEO of the score, is very upset with all the horse racing betting going on. And he, Cam's like, no, like I, I need to I need to bet the horses. So we talk about this on air. We talk about this for the show every day. He was pretty rattled. Um, we let it go for about five minutes and then uh, and then we unblocked them all. There were some big races there in the afternoon at the score. It was amazing. <laughs> Paid bills. Let's talk about something else that yes. went well. Last week in betting, 3-0, and Pat Mayo. So the last four weeks have gone 0-3, 3-0, Rob, I would, actually, I would actually take that trade off every week. So you're going to end up 50%. Yeah. yeah, but I always put all my picks together. <laughs> so if I go 3-0. Ah, up, so I'm... your parlaying picks, it, it yeah, works out better in your yeah. favor. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. If yeah, you if, just... if you're parlaying your plays every week, you, you definitely want these streaks. Together, for sure. So, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it, it's it's no fun when you do the zero and three though, and you're like, oh, I, I returned like no money this week. That was bad. Oh, like me on my fan show, I bet the Bills game. All of a sudden, it's a snow globe. Josh Allen, no running yards. Gabe Davis can't catch a cold. Uh, you know what I mean, Rob? Like, and the thing is, I know what I love too. When you go like nine and one, like it's never posted, but they love posting almost like when when you have a bad week, that one gets like thrown out a few times for everyone to see like i've never understood that like we work for a company we're banging off like five and one at night and they run the video of our losing pick like i'm like what are you guys doing well i mean they're they're looking for engagement sometimes but but you're right cam people get fixated on the loser sometimes like you could say a lot of good things on on this show then you say daniel jones is a top 10 quarterback and that's all i'm gonna fixate on forever because it's really uh, i mean it was false we we've learned ah, that that's false so but yeah played, people like well to played. fixate on the on the bad takes did you see the golf numbers compared to allen of the bills another interesting uh we, we uh, can't take. we can't have this conversation no we if don't. we're gonna I, start comparing no, josh no. allen to jared goff we gotta might as well end the show at this point i didn't say anything i just said just check out the statistics but anyway who cares? Let's just go. We're here to bed. I'm not here to argue anymore. I don't have the energy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. 
Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. How, how much money do you think the Giants are going to give Daniel Jones, Cam? How much money would you give Daniel Jones? Okay, how do I preface this? Starting new with a rookie quarterback where they're in the draft, they're not going to get the guys that, that they need, Rob. Like, you know, like Brace Young and them, like the Giants aren't going to start with another quarterback. You can look at the free agents. Who are you going to get? You can go after Carr. Is Carr any better? No, I, I, I pay Daniel Jones. What do you guys think? What's he worth? If you could get him on a short-term deal that was like, average salary to below average then i'm fine with like a two-year deal yeah. for whatever i just i think, I, I think I, deserves I, a three-year deal well i have yeah, i don't want to be deal. i don't want to be tied to daniel jones for three years <laughs> two years but two it's hard to get a two like you can't can't give him one franchise what he's then. done Fr- franchise him overpay him for this fair year, enough and then yep. let that be your I, move okay no what, pat i think that's actually a good move but don't do it twice because once you start franchising guys all the time you're going to get a Lamar Jackson situation. Hey, hey, you guys know the Seattle Seahawks did that stuff with uh, Russell Wilson and their deal when they won those Super Bowls. That, well, sorry, one Super Bowl, but went to a few. That's the thing, Rob. Excellent point by you. That was actually smarter than your database. That was very well said. So what would you do, Rob, then? Would you like... Yeah, what are you going to do with Jones, Rob? What are you going to do with Jones? So in my opinion, the Giants are way further away than people think that they are. Mm-hmm. They're, okay. they're, they're getting there, right? They have Dayball. They got their new coach. They have good coordinators. But the talent on the roster is so far away from what they need. And if you sign Daniel Jones to you know, a four-year deal, $100 million, relatively in that range, then you can't bring in the receivers to bolster this receiving core. You can't bolster the defense. Like You, you just put yourself in this position of, okay, we're running it back with this roster um, from this year and like that's not good enough they got lucky this year so personally I think the Giants should rebuild I think Dayball should have his pick at quarterback I think they should go into the draft and try to find a quarterback it's not they're not a win now team in my opinion they don't have a roster that is required to win now so I would let Jones talk personally I'd wow. see if I could get a, a cheap quarterback in free agency to, to, to you know mine the gap for a year but like who 
Brock Purdy's don't grow on trees. These guys don't grow on yeah, trees. Yeah, but, but Rob's All the guys but, but that are Rob, out there. But Rob's not talking about winning a Super Bowl next year. Just someone to get you by until you can. Exactly. And if you can't find your guy this year in the draft, you know, you, presumably you're probably going to be pretty terrible okay. next year. Then you can do it. And, but even look, you say that Brock Purdy's don't grow on trees. Absolutely. The last pick of the draft isn't going to turn out to be a guy who walks into a perfect system and is quite adequate at running it. But if you look at the final four quarterbacks, you have the first overall pick, you have Mahomes, mm-hmm. who I think was number 10. You have a second yep. round pick in Jalen Hurts and the last pick of the draft. Yes. You, no, you, he, he's right. Like when Seattle won, that's why they got to do all their things because Russell Wilson was on a great deal when he was young. And remember, he was a late draft pick too. He wasn't even the first round. Like this guy, it was a steal. Now you look at him now, he's d- diminishing skill sets. But uh, yeah, no, you guys bring up good points. I'm just saying, Pat, I like your idea with the franchise tag. You know what? Sometimes you have to pay somebody for doing a good job instead of just like throwing them to the to the curb. And I would like to see how he does a, an arena league team. Like you know what I mean? Like they'll build it. Their line needs help. Rob, you got to admit there's a lot of flaws with the Giants. Like he needs help build the guy, and maybe we'll see if he can do better. If not, then party's the- over. This is what I'm saying. Like a year that the Giants had this year can almost be detrimental to the franchise in the sense that they way overachieved. So they cost themselves draft capital by going to the playoffs this year. But on top of that, it makes the organization think that they're further ahead than they are. And they then tend to do stupid things. And we've seen this in years past as well. Look at the Titans signing Ryan Tannehill to like a $38 million cap hit because, because they're winning the AFC South and they think that they're, you know, competitive Super Bowl team you get into these situations all the time um and listen I get it like teams don't want to go backwards and fan bases just don't accept that but I think a fan base would you know would not accept mediocrity over several years and if you look at the the NFL quarterbacks that get paid the most okay Mahomes is second but Tannehill's at the top then Kirk Cousins then Jared Goff Aaron Rodgers Carson Wentz Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, Sam Darnold. Like, where are these guys taking you? They're taking you nowhere. This is the, the the challenge. So either you get an elite quarterback and you lock him up for a long time, or you just try to win on a rookie deal. And if it doesn't work, then you start over again. So Sam Darnold, one year, $4 million, is your new Giants starting quarterback. Yes. He can kind of do the same stuff that Daniel Jones does. You know what? Yeah, the guy, it's kind of funny. New York Jets, then you go to the Giants. Kind of an interesting story, too. And, and actually, Darnold, if you look at his numbers this year, he's pretty. De- he was decent. Like, let's give him a little bit of respect. How, yes, how, Pat, made me, Pat made me look them up on one of the shows, and I was, yes, uh, and I was, you were, I was you floored. You were actually slack Yes, I, I, I could not believe it, yeah, what I was yeah. looking at. Yes. Yeah. All right, so last week we had combined, we went 6-3, and 2-1, 2-1, and 2-1. Two and two and it's a good way to go into championship weekend. Hopefully we can keep this going. Cam, if you're all right for next week, we'll do a show. If not, and we'll pivot. We'll go into a best of, something like that. We want you to feel good doing the show. We could do it from my hospital bed. Just yeah. bring, in, bring in the computer that does the Sims, uh, an internet connection. and uh, Yeah, right, right when the guy's putting a saw into my hernia, we could, uh, we, we, we could do a show. It'll be like saw plus football picks. Saw four. Oh, I, I think they did four. I, I think they did like 12. Oh, what, what number are we on? Nine? I, don't I don't give a shit. I don't even I don't even watch movies, buddy. I told you, the last movie I saw in the theater was that movie with Tanya Harding and Jeff Galuli. Hi, mm. Tanya. Great film, mm. though. Yeah, Excellent good. movie. Very good, yeah. I, I like that it wasn't even a movie. It was a film. That's how good it was, oh. Cam? It was that good. I oh. walked into that movie. My girlfriend goes, we got to go see a movie. Like, let's just do something different. I go, oh, it's good. Because we usually, we, we watch Netflix and do things at home. And you know what I mean? Like, we have different tastes, too getting her into football a little bit, but we golf on tennis and uh, golf 
together. That's what couples do. We like individual sport betting. She doesn't really like football. She actually mm-hmm. hates the game. But uh, yeah, so I'm like, yeah, let's go see this movie. And uh, the girl who played Tanya Harding was amazing. It was just a fantastic. It was. I, I know what, Pat. It is a film. It was very, very underrated. Good movie. It's your style, Pat. You have great taste in movies. Like me and you were talking about like Twin Peaks and other weird stuff that we like with David Lynch. And people would think I'm I'm a caveman, but I actually like uh, artsy stuff too. It was a, it was a fantastic movie. Tyler Boyd over 33 and a half receiving yards for the Kansas City Chiefs against the Cincinnati. Bengals. I think this is where you want to attack the Chiefs in the passing game, especially if they can bring even a modicum of pressure. We saw this last week. Unfortunately for Tyler Boyd, it was Hayden Hurst who did all the damage against him. But I think that a lot of that was snow related, just the depth of routes and the quickness of decision that Joe Burrow had to make. All season long, slot receivers have just been torching the Chiefs. We saw it again last week with Christian Kirk. We saw it the first time around with Christian Kirk against the Chiefs. So I think this is a very low number. It's a very low bar for him to clear. Now, he's gone under this number in a few games in a row. But I think this matchup in particular is one where I'm going to look to exploit. It is my favorite of the props this week. Although, Rob, when I ran the Sims, it told me it's a very bad play. Negative 9.8% edge. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I honestly don't know. I'm I'm not – I have no idea how to read this game because I think that the game state, meaning whichever team is trailing, is going to dictate what I like in props in this game. But you have the injury status of Mahomes where I literally have no idea what Mahomes is going to be in this game. And that becomes or makes it extremely challenging for me to take prop bets in this game. Um, I, I get your point, Pat. I do think the Chiefs really struggled to defend the middle of the field as well. I, I like the logic. I'm not in love with the number. Let me put it that way. When you said the number off the top of my head felt a little bit too high for Tyler Boyd, uh, but I mean. I disagree wholeheartedly. Tyler Boyd at 33 and a half. The guy's going to have about 55, 60 yards receiving in this game. Everyone's going to key on Chase. He's going to be open. And I also like Hayden Hurst again. Tight ends can uh, do some damage against the Chiefs, right? Like I, I, I like both of them, Pat. Yeah, it's a great bet. I, I like Hayden Hurst as well, except when I went and looked at his numbers, they were just even higher than Boyd. So I was like, oh, let's take Boyd instead. Okay. No, I like your pick. All right. See, see, so the Sims told you no, and you said yes. So that's being a human. You can overpower the, the machine. Well, I, well, you I, can, I, if you do go to runthesims.com, again, code Mayo for that discount, you can customize your own inputs for the game. So I customized it a little bit different. I ticked down some of T. Higgins' target share, and I put it a little bit more, not substantially more, onto Tyler Boyd. So I took T. Higgins down from a 22% market share of the targets to 19% and bumped up Boyd from 10 to 13%. Then all of a sudden, his medium projection was 46 yards. So I was like, all right, that's nice. what I think is going to happen in the game. And then the Sims confirmed what my numbers said. But the, the stock projections do not agree with me. I, th- I think I think the issue is when they go into to three like when they go to the three wide receiver sets, which the Bengals run a lot. You get Legarius Sneed as the as the slot corner. Um, typically, he'd be on the outside if it was two wide receivers. But that is like the least likely corner that you're going to want to attack. And someone's going to be going up against Watson on the outside, whether that's Jamar Chase or T Higgins. I get it. I And again, like I'm looking at the DVOA numbers for the Chiefs over the middle of the field. That's a challenge as well. But if I'm going to target one of the corners, it's probably not going to be a guy who's arguably been, you know, top five slot corner in the league this year. 
All right. So maybe me and you need to make a side bet with Novig on this. It's even better for me. I I, I actually like that. I, I would do that, Pat. I, by the way, now I, I, I like st- this. Stricken this from the record because now this is a guarantee. Well, this is a guaranteed win for you now, Pat. But I like Novig bets. This is exactly what I like to do. Find someone who likes the opposite of me and just bet directly with them rather than having to pay the minus one ten. Sure. How about Let's- how about uh, how do you feel about uh, P Ryan Sam J P Ryan? I think he's going to have a huge game. If you give me uh, 16 and a half receiving yards, I'll take the under. Uh, let's take a look. Rushing and receiving or just uh, he's 36 and a half rushing and receiving or do you want to just do receiving? Uh, you tell look, me. It's your, you, you, you name the bet. You name it. You tell me what you want. I mean, listen, I bet you, P. Ryan over last. I don't really want P. Ryan unders, but I'll do it for some extra action. Ex- excellent. And when you come back, actually, Pat lives in Halifax now. He's going to see wings and beers on you when we if we win this bet, but I don't know how the hell we're all going to get together unless Pat comes back to where we live. But anyway, I'm on, Pizzola. I want P. Ryan over. You can have the under done. So is that, is, is that your gold pick as well? P. Ryan over 15 and a half receiver under over 15 and a half receiving yards. No, I'm going to do, I'm going to do sides and teasers. This is just for fun for the show. Okay. So yeah. So we, we, we booked two of them. hundred, hundred bucks. I, I do better bucks props, but yeah, I want to go hundred sure. bucks. We'll or go you want to go five pounds of wings and uh, two pitchers. Like I, you, we could do it in food, money, you name the stakes. Ask coin. Oh, sorry. Yeah, are you doing any new uh, currencies these days? I don't know. You, you name the stakes, but as long as this wings and beers is only like a couple hours and doesn't turn into a six-hour affair, because the wife will be really upset. Or, or an all-night affair. Oh, you oh, be oh, until oh, six a.m. with Cam. Or, or the truth, parties or the on Rob. Pat, I don't want to. I don't want to hang out with Cam for longer than like an hour. It's fine. Don't worry, Rob. I, 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 I knew I'll, you I'll were going to interpret it that way. Yeah, I know. No, right, uh, right. Why, yeah, your woman, your woman shakes you down like that. Sometimes well, you gotta get you out know, of the house. It's the end of football. Listen, we're coming to the end of football season. It, it's a, it's a tough, uh, it's a tough season for my wife because I she, agree. That's you know, why I'm taking mine on like a vacation. I, 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 yep. if we can't go to Mexico, I even said we'll start off small. We'll go to Buffalo to, for a gambling junket. You could go play the slots, and I'll go like make the felt melt at the blackjack table. That's our mini trip. And then we'll go to Mexico or Vegas or something else. Something after the season. But you can set the terms of, uh, of this arrangement and I'll be in, uh, in terms of whatever you want to get down on here. Wings and beers. And we'll take it from there. Maybe some other things on the side, but anyway, that's where we'll start. Right, Pat. Good luck with your bet too, Pat. I hope we beat Pozzola because it's fun when he pays. Yeah, and then when he pays us some Bitcoin, we're all going to be Bitcoin billionaires and it'll be great. (laughs) Rob, your gold pick. Win all that Bitcoin back. Uh, I will I will take a side this week. So I like the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles minus two and a half uh, against the 49ers. And uh, I think the 49ers are a very good team. Um, I just don't particularly love the matchup for them. So last week, let's start with the game against Dallas last week, where I thought the game was very even. Um, San Fran ultimately capitalizes on the Dak Prescott turnovers. It's the big difference maker in the game. The offense struggled for the first time in a while for the 49ers. Everything that the Cowboys did defensively in terms of being able to generate pressure, the Eagles can do that as well. They produced the second highest pressure rate in the league this year without blitzing during the regular season. I think that's a problem for Brock Purdy and company. On top of that, I you know I look on the other side of the ball. The 49ers all year have been vulnerable to quarterback runs. They're tied for 19th in success rate against quarterback runs, but against scrambles in particular, which are a little bit different. They rank 26th in success rate. They have not defended this well. Obviously, that's a problem against Jalen Hurts. On top of that, you look at the corners that San Fran has, a big-time area of weakness for them 
against Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown. Uh, I, I don't particularly love the matchup. And the one thing I will say with the 49ers offense is if you look at how they run their offense – they have uh, a lot of in-breaking routes downfield. This is kind of how they run the offense. It's how they've run it under Shanahan for a long time, but they mostly run things towards the middle of the field. And if you look at the Eagles, they do not allow explosive plays over the middle of the field. Uh, they allow the least yards after catch per reception on in-breaking routes in the entire league. And that's because they have very good corners that can tackle. They have Avante Maddox back this week and healthy as well. Um, I just think the Eagles are the class of the NFC and we've kind of talked ourselves. A lot of people have talked themselves out of them because they haven't really played a tough opponent this year. Part of that because the NFC is just trash overall. Um, and because they ended poorly down the stretch when the games didn't mean a whole lot. So uh, I'll lay the two and a half. I think the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. I like the matchup against San Fran. I like the Eagles too, Cam. Uh, they were my gold selection last week. I thought they were yep. going to beat the shit out of the Giants, and they did beat the shit out of the Giants. Cause Great the, pick. That's mainly because the Giants are no good, so that was helpful when it came down to it. And Rob's right. Everyone just kind of forgot how good that the Eagles were. I kind of see this Philadelphia team a lot like I see the Dallas team last week that I thought gave San Francisco a lot of problems. Like, Philly is just like the – it was – I don't know if it was like double dragon when you're playing it at the arcade in like 1992 and like you face like the mini boss and the mini boss is pretty tough. Then you face like the real boss. The Eagles are the real boss here. They're the I better agree. version of the Cowboys. Let's call this out and, and great points. Uh, if Dak Prescott doesn't throw those picks, Dallas, we're talking about Dallas in this game. Yeah, but he yeah. does. Yeah, but, but, Dak, but Dak Prescott does that. That's part of his thing. That's what he does. Uh, no, no. And I had Dallas like plus the four, whatever, you know what I mean? I had the teaser one, but anyway, that's beside the point. Like I watched that game and go, really? I didn't cover this spread. I thought it, that's what happens betting on football. Rob knows it's his team. They, they're, they're gaggers. Anyway, other than that, uh, I'm with you. I'm going to take the exact same pick, Rob. I don't want to piggyback it. I don't want to overthink it. Both fan bases are uh, very cocky. Like I talk, we, we basically had the Philadelphia Eagles power hour on our show, and these guys think they're like basically talking about this team like the second coming of Jesus Christ, and Niner fans confident too. Like as a Seahawks fan, I'm never confident in anything. I'm very calm going into the games, and I expect to lose, but – both fan bases think it's going to be a romp, but Rob brought up the point. Pat, you bring up the point. The Eagles are better. The Eagles have a wicked defense. Jalen Hurts can run. Rob was right. They can, they can run it. And San Francisco got exploited by Geno Smith in Seattle, and they could have lost to Dallas in that game. Let's take a look at uh, recency. Like, you know what I mean? They're very fortunate. They have a very good defense, but the Eagles are a better team. They're well-rested, and they smoked the Giants who were on a heater. I know this is going to be a public play, but I can't think about that. I think the Eagles win this game by seven points. Uh, and I'll take Philadelphia with Rob. Sorry to have the same pick, Rob, but I like the Eagles all week, too. Silver selections for the championship round. I'll lead it off. It's going back to that Eagles game. I think we need to conclude. Maybe we'll build a, a Philadelphia same-game parlay at the end, because that sounds like a lot of fun. Miles Sanders under 14.5 rushing attempts against the 49ers. Well, yes, I think that the Eagles win the game. There is a chance, as it turns out, that they may not in this game and Sanders is in a basically a four-man committee when it comes to rushing attempts at this point you got Gainwell who comes out of nowhere to get some carries I know it was a blowout Boston Scott is still getting goal line work Miles Sanders is the primary back but he's not even seeing the majority of rushing attempts amongst running backs he's seeing a plurality amongst running backs and then you still have Jalen Hurts stealing carries in the rushing game as well it just seems like an awful lot unless Philly blows out the 49ers which I don't see 
I think, I mean, this is juiced up right now. It's minus 140 at DraftKings Sportsbook. There are 13 and a halfs from around the interwebs at minus 110. I would bet the minus 110 at 13 and a half because I have this projected at like nine and a half. Robert? I, I have a, a difficult time arguing against it, especially with the, like the trio that they have there as well. The one thing about the Eagles is you often notice over the course of the regular season, there'd be like a lot of inconsistency in terms of who gets rushing attempts and a lot of fantasy owners who were upset with Miles Sanders games at some point because they ended up going with, you know, Boston Scott and whoever else is in the backfield there overall. So, um, I mean, I'm not a guy that typically bets rushing attempts a whole lot. It's not in my area of expertise. My concern is obviously the Eagles leading and me liking the Eagles in the game and them trying to run the ball down the stretch. With that said, the backfield is wide enough in terms of like who they give carries to. And on top of that, don't forget that like Jalen Hurts gets 10 carries a game as well, which people often forget about. So uh, no issues with that on my end. Um, I could see Boston Scott being involved in the workload, Kenneth Gainwell as well. So um Put it this way. In the don't ul- love it, don't in, hate it. Yeah. In, in the ultimate run-heavy script a week ago, the Eagles ran the ball 44 times. Sanders had 17 carries. Like, that seems like where he's going to max out in a game that they win by almost 35 points. You also have to remember, too, that San Francisco, Cam, has the best run defense in the league, outside of, like, the Eagles. No, I, I, <laughs> I agree with you. I think Philadelphia is going to be throwing it all over the lot uh, in, in yep. this game. And we saw Seattle had success with Metcalf, and, hey, they were leading in the game. Like, you, you can... The 49ers are wicked, but you can use the pressure against them. And I love your pick, Pat. I, I agree. I think it's going to be more throwing than running. The, the one thing about the Eagles, too, is that they're not stupid like the Cowboys are. <laughs> like Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore just yeah. come out and pound the rock, you know, on, on the best run defense. In the, like, what's wrong with these teams? I don't understand. <laughs> I, I'm least, with you. Like, like, Mike McCarthy is like a stooge. Like, I, 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 it's amazing to me. Like, how do you get work? Like, you never come up with a good game plan. You actually have some good parts on your team and you screw it up all like Rob it's got to be frustrating because like this guy is definitely not a lifeline on who wants to be a millionaire or any game show like this guy he is just no clue Lou and I'm with you on on Moore too I think he's one of the most overrated offensive coordinators in the league the guy sucks this happens every year around this time it's like oh Kellen Moore is going to be interviewing for these jobs and every Cowboys fan is like please please go take Kellen Moore away like I don't get it it's like Ken Dorsey and the Bills they have a third and one and the guy's throwing a 60-yard bomb your fucking head like it's not that hard like it's just like guy why you complicate things like i look at these coordinators and go what game plan are you coming up with football it's not they think oh it's a chess game against a champion sometimes just do run a simple end around run a quarterback sneak you figure it out don't have a high risk play when you don't need like very many yards and anyway don't get me started rob their play calling sucks they have all this data available to them they have all this film available to them you think someone would look and say well, the 49ers defense is the best run defense in the league. Yes. Nobody runs it on them. Maybe we shouldn't come out and just try to run the ball down their throats over and over. And listen, like people could be say whatever you want. Dak Prescott, turnover machine. They don't trust him. But like this is a playoff game where you're just not going to win by pounding the ball on the 49ers defense. I have a lot more faith in Nick Sirianni. I think he did a very good job with the Eagles this year. And they designed a lot of game plans that just exploited the weakness of the opposing team. So um, from that point of view, I don't think Philly will be as run heavy as Dallas was last week. Do you have a silver selection, Rob? 
I do. So I'm going to go to the uh, anytime touchdown scorer market, uh, TD scores on DraftKings, and I'm going to take um, Jalen Hurts plus 105 anytime touchdown score in this Love game. Love it. So Jalen Hurts, like, obviously scores a lot of touchdowns, 13 touchdowns this year, missed a bunch of games in the latter half of the year. Uh, I mentioned all the things about the 49ers struggling with scrambling quarterbacks. It's small sample size stuff, but you look at earlier this year against Atlanta, Marcus Mariota had a huge game on the ground against them as well. And one thing people don't realize with the 49ers is that they're actually very bad at defending short yardage situations. Uh, They're 31st in the league on third and short defense this year. And a lot of that is because other teams have been able to get it going on the ground on third down for them. The Eagles are a very good short yardage team. They get down to the goal line. They don't hesitate to use Jalen Hurts. They have a ton of different ways that they can run him, whether it's the sneak up the middle, option plays, so on and so forth. They like to get him involved in the running game. And we did see him score against the Giants last week. So anything plus money, Jalen Hurts, touchdown score. uh, I like that. I think he's heavily utilized down in the goal line situations. Cam, silver. I'm going to go one farther than Rob. I'm going to take an anytime touchdown close to like plus 250. I want Dallas Goddard. Anytime touchdown for Philadelphia. I'd also like to sprinkle on him first touchdown. Rob, I know it's kind of a lottery pick, but I'm going to tell you a story. Sometimes I'm not the, the sharpest knife in the drawer. I had Dalton Schultz against Bucks first touchdown, smashed it, one. Kelsey against the Jags, one. Are we getting a pattern here? Goddard had the first touchdown against the Giants. And Hayden Hurst had the second touchdown against the Bills. First, 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 second, all tight ends. Tight ends. And you know what? I think Kittle's going to do If If San Francisco does well, it's going to be the Kittle relationship that he has with Brock Purdy. You know what, Pat? We take chances on these shows. I, you know, that's what we got to do. I think Goddard gets in the end zone. It's uh, plus 230, I think it is now. Uh, whatever it is, it's a lot. And I'm going to take it. And if it loses, guys, it loses. Sprinkle on the first touchdown at 14 to 1, Dallas Goddard. Let's, hey, we're having fun here. We're, there's only mm-hmm. one, uh, two games left. Yeah, that's why we're going to have fun. And uh, I'm building a same game parlay as we go with all these fun ones in here. My bronze selection is also going to come from the Eagles game. AJ Brown over 68 and a half receiving yards. I just looked that. Listen, I, I don't know if it's necessarily going to shake out this way, but I would guess that Ward is on Devonta Smith. Not to say that Smith can't beat him, but. As Rob mentioned, the Eagles aren't stupid. They're going to see this massive mismatch on the other side of the ball with A.J. Brown and just bomb it to him. And we, yep. like that's actually, it, it's, it's funny because I talked about this all year with Darius Slayton and some of his receiving props on one of the prop shows that I do with Betsperts uh, over at 4 for 4. And it's really hard to bet any unders on Darius Slayton because the Giants have a play that they run three times a game where it's, hey, let's just toss it up to Darius Slayton 50 yards down the field. If he comes down with the jump ball, he hits his over instantly. The Eagles have the same play with A.J. Brown. I agree. I, I like this a bit. I don't know if he's going to see all, all Charvarius Ward or, or the Amador Lenoir. Lenoir is obviously a horrible matchup um, for, for the 49ers, I should say. Yeah. Very good matchup for A.J. Brown. But here's the thing. A.J. Brown is kind of matchup proof as well. Like he could see Charvarius Ward the entirety of the game and still do damage on him overall. Uh, I think that this number is a little bit suppressed. I, I thought it would be in the 70s. It's a bet that I've made myself. Very small, nothing crazy. But yeah, that was one that stood out to me. I, I do think that A.J. Brown can have success on the outside against the 49ers. Look at what 
you know, the Raiders receiving core Devontae Adams on the outside did with Jared Stidham. Stidham. Yeah. A few weeks back. I mean, again, like, don't get me wrong. Ward has had a great season, has been one of the top, top 10 corners in the league. That doesn't mean he's just going to erase AJ Brown. Like AJ Brown's very physical at the line of scrimmage. I think he can catch a big one downfield in this game as well. So, and and for don't forget, like the, again, the Eagles are very good at scheming players open. Like you'll look at times this year where you'll see AJ Brown running wide open with no one near him for like ten yards. They do a very good job of getting him open downfield. So I like this, Pat. Uh, this is the one of your picks that um, I can actually speak on in terms of like actually looking at this market this week. And I think the number is low. I also think guys that, uh, that uh, uh, Smith is going to have a huge game. I think both receivers are going to go nuts. He's a matchup nightmare. Like, as I said, you saw what DK Metcalf did against these guys. Like anyway, I, I like both of them. Uh, I, I can see that for sure. And I don't really care if Ward ends up on AJ Brown. Because I think what do they have? What does Brown have like four or five inches on him? He does. He's much taller. That's what I'm saying. He's he's a very physical receiver. He can high point it. Um, I I think the Philly receivers are going to cook in this game. I yep. do. I, I maybe maybe the pass rush like the thing with last week against Dallas, right? The Dallas O line is fine, but it's not the Philly O line. And the 49ers were getting pretty consistent pressure in that game because they have a very good defensive line. But it's a very different story now for the 49ers D line going up against the Eagles O line. The Eagles just are, are solid across the board. And they Jalen Hurts can stand in the pocket and make that downfield throw. And he can get out of the pocket and make that downfield throw. It's not like Dallas's offense last week where everything's limited to like 10 yards or less because they can't pass protect. So, uh, I mean, I, 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 like, I like the A.J. Brown prop quite a bit. Is it going to be your bronze play as well? It's not because I feel like we should have something from Kansas City and Cincinnati. So I'm going to go to that game. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm scouring the board here. So on DraftKings, I'm going under head to head player props and then passing yards head to head. This is actually not a head to head. It's a total, but that's where you're going to find it. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow under 554 and a half passing yards combined. 500 Mahomes and Burrow 554. I like that. Say Mahomes gets, goes out of the game. That's part of it. That's part of it, right? I, I, I kind of think that Mahomes is sneaky, okay, and going to be awesome in this game. Well, was, obviously, the guy's freaking Dave. But you know what? I'm not going to cut up the guy. But that that, that was a great hop, hop along Cassidy uh, acting job last week, too. I get you're hurt. Then you see the guy moving and stuff. Like, if you're really hurt, you're not dancing around, running the tunnel. Anyway, guy milks it for the camera. One of the best quarterbacks. But that was, come on, guy. Please, please agree with me, guys. Like, I, we're not I stupid don't. here. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, it was a As someone who's had a high ankle sprain before, I, I can't believe he's fucking walking. There, there's only one quarterback oh, he's he's that, a quarterback that truly right? milks injuries, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron oh, Rodgers yes, yes, is yeah, the king right. of milking injuries. You're right. He's a milker. Yes. Big he's time. a guy that, you know, he doesn't even hit his hand on something and he's oh, shaking his hand for like the rest yeah. of the game. He loves to be the guy that like, oh, playing hurt. And so I'm not saying, by the way, Aaron Rodgers had a legitimate thumb injury this year. That's not what I'm pointing to, but he's the guy over the course of his career that's always done that. I listen, nobody really knows about Mahomes. Like we all have our subjective have opinions. Have you seen the guy in practice? He was dancing around like there was, okay. I'm not saying he wasn't hurt. And Pat, high ankle sprain, you're right. We've all had him, whatever. I'm just saying he had an injury 
but it wasn't as bad as he led on to see with the hopping around and doing this and doing that. It wasn't as bad as people think. That's all I'm saying. Or else a guy wouldn't be playing football this week. And he looked great in practice. Have you guys seen the film? Guy was moving fine. I did. However, I also saw the step down in the in the uh, press conference, which was a very quick step. Um, no walking boot. Listen, I think we've we've done a complete 180 on Mahomes, right? It was like, okay, this is bad, horrible to start the week. And now as the weeks got on, people are convincing themselves that it's going to be like totally fine and it's going to be normal. I think it's probably somewhere in between, but. I just, so much of what Mahomes does is breaking the pocket or extending plays. And I don't know that he has that in him this week, like he did last week to get the ball downfield. And I think his passing yardage is going to suffer because of that overall. I don't think you're going to see as an effective Chiefs passing game. And on top of that, the other side of things, I think people, I'm not going to say overrate Joe Burrow because I don't think they overrate Joe Burrow, but they think that he passes Uh, for big yardage totals, a lot more than he actually does. Like, look at Bengals games this year. I think Burrow hit 300 yards only four times this season. He's not a guy that's going to pick up, like, these massive numbers in the passing game. They still like to mix in the runs out of shotgun to mix in. They do dump it off underneath a lot. Joe Burrow gets the ball out of his hands in 2.4 seconds. It's the fastest in the NFL. A lot of stuff is underneath them and they pick up four or five yards at a time look at how they dissected buffalo last week a lot of it was six seven yards at a time clock ticks clock ticks i think this is too much for these two guys combined i don't think it's going to be an absolute shootout and i think you got two very good defensive coordinators as well in this game who make good in-game adjustments so um yeah that's that's kind of it for me like not a massive play but uh that's the that's the spot i'm looking for in kansas city cincinnati Five times this season, he went over 300 yards. And it's funny because it, those games stick out to you because he had like a, a 481 at one point. Like when they get down and they have to come back, they can. And that's where the passing yards come from. But he, during this winning streak, he's gone over that number twice. And it's funny because one yep. of them was against the Steelers. Yes, I remember that game. It, it, you know, I think I had Pittsburgh plus four in that game. And it, it was tight in the first half. Um and then, yeah, he kind of just like really went off in the second half of that game. The other one must have been New England because he must have had like yep. a million yards in the first half of the New England game. Yeah, 375. Yeah, yeah. I, like they killed New England in the first half of that game. All, all they threw it. I think he threw for 300 yards in the first half of the game. I'm pretty sure. Cam, Cam, what's your final pick of the okay. week? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <clears throat> Everywhere Cincinnati's plus one, they're minus one. Here, is that a mistake? No, or that's that's that's. The, the Chiefs have the been, line that they're dealing. The, the, the Chiefs have been plus. I mean, they were plus two and a half at one point. Where 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 was the last time that you saw the Bengals as not the favorite? I just checked five sports books and they're all plus one, and this one's minus one. You know what? I don't care. Hey, you know what? Let's just have fun, Pat. We're here. We're good. We've had a season together. I wanted to do a teaser and get the Bengals plus eight. I like it a hell of a lot more than plus six. I can tell you that, right? Well, Rob, what's the other I, end? What's, I, I, what's, no, 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 what's the no, other end of your no, teaser? Listen, I'm going to get abused by, oh, you're crossing numbers. I don't care. We're doing this for fun. Give me Philadelphia plus four and a half and Cincinnati plus six is my teaser. Done. That's my bronze pick. I don't care about numbers. I don't care about math. I'm just thinking these games are tight. I don't care. That's my pick. Okay. Rob is going to be. Rob is morally. Rob is morally offended. I hear. I, I hear humming and hawing. And uh, you know what, Rob? Actually, I love you. You're like honestly, you're my guy. But talk to me. Just, just uh, tell I, me I, what I, you're I, 
Well, no. I, I might be joining you in the hospital with a stroke after hearing that teaser play. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, this is not, <laughs> this is not to say that this, this play can't win. I'm not suggesting. Rob, I, but didn't I preface it saying, look, if the Bengals were eight and whatever, I know. I'm going to turn in the. You really think the Niners are. Okay, just simple questions instead of your, the math models and everything else. Do you think the Niners are going to beat Philly by more than five? Hell no. Do you think they, Cincinnati they could lose? I think, the, I, I think Kansas City could maybe win by a touchdown. That's why it's bad. That's why I wanted plus one to eight. But you know what? I don't care. As I said before, I understand it's stupid or whatever. I don't. I could give you P. Ryan. I already got the Dallas Goddard pick. Just let me do my stupid things that I yep. do. I don't run the Sims. I don't have the, the simulations. Just give me two teams that I think are going to win and a fucking teaser as my bronze yep. selection. I, listen, you're entitled to bet however you want to bet. I, I have a question. I, I have a, I I, hold on. I, I have a question for you. If you think that the two yes. teams are going to win, why don't you just do a money line parlay? It pays over two to one. Because I'm getting, I'm getting points, Pat. I'm getting points. Like Philadelphia could lose by four, and I still win. I don't want to do a money line parlay. I'm worried about Cincinnati, Kansas City. That's the game I'm worried about, and I don't think the Chiefs can beat them by more than like three or four points. That's why I'm doing it. Yes, I mean, but I understand your concerns as math guys. I so so I'm not here, an idiot. Here, I know just, that. I just for the, just for the audience, why they say don't tease through zero, right? Look at the numbers that you're getting on your teaser, right? You're getting two, one. One, two. Hey, hey, I don't care about the math, Rob. I'm going to tell you, I just want to smoke a big one and have a Scooby snack. I get it. Crossing over numbers is stupid, but we don't care. We're having fun. This is the part of the show. I'm betting this stupid teaser that makes no mathematical sense. Actually, it does, because I think both games are going to end. I don't no, think uh, it, does, it doesn't. You, 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 don't have to, you don't have to justify this in mathematical form. It makes no mathematical sense. Like, it, you know, you said it does. It doesn't. But that... Well, okay, that, okay, okay. We're teasing, so teasing the 49ers and, and uh, Bengals makes total mathematical sense. Nine and a half and eight. Yeah, There's no... I mean, that, well, yes, that actually does. does. And, and I know that because I gamble, but it, I want to bet on the teams that I, I think are going to win the game. Right, right Patrick? I, I don't know. Right? I'm e- eating minus 140 for a seven-point no. tease is just it, too much. It's still it, it, If it was a six-point tease and it was like minus 120, and if it was yes. two and a half, the Bengals, or even two, and you could get to eight and eight and a half, like you're just bringing the Bengals up to seven, and you still get minus 120. I'd I, w- I would prefer to bring them up to eight. Or seven so, with, please, please, sorry, 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 Pat. Please repeat yourself and tell me what what you just said, and I want to do that then. But you can't. I can't get the Bengals at seven. Yeah, you can't. Listen, get the, you don't can't get tease this reset. Don't re- really. There's not going to be a teaser that makes sense from a math point of view. Okay. This weekend. Here's the pro move, Cam. You invite all your friends over for Sunday. You have a big get together for Sunday NFL. I work. No friends are coming over, and then, uh, I'm, go- and then I'm going to go out and do my own thing. I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you one thing though. When I'm done my shift, I am going to hit the bar so hard after my shift on Sunday because I'm going to surgery on Monday, maybe or just an extra. Well, you, you should you shouldn't have surgery if your like blood alcohol content is through the roof. Nah, no, no, it's just it's just an X-ray. But you're right okay. about that. I'm not going to be drunk when they put a knife through my stomach. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Pat? You guys made the point. I don't care. I want my original teaser. And you, got know, you got it. You got this it. You got this. Is this is this is one of those classic camp plays that has been berated so much that it'll be the easiest. So congratulations, Cam, on on their teaser play. Uh, as soon if as it, I go in on you, lo- no, 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 no. Here's the thing: if it loses, I actually want you guys to like 
throw a dart at. I, I, we'll, we'll come up with something that I deserve. Eat like I, I don't want to throw a dart at coffee. I throw a no, dart no, 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 at no. you. Not a dart, but anyway, I'll do something stupid on the next episode. I'll eat something that sucks. Okay, like I, I don't want to eat milk bones or do what I used to do in the past. But you guys come up with a fair punishment. If it wins, I don't know what you do for me. Maybe just I don't know, give me something. Don't sure. Know. Okay. If it loses, you eat you eat Scooby Doo next to you over there. <laughs> He's stuffed with popcorn, I think. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, nah, yeah, well, you, you and Pat work it out. Pat, you, you come up with good tricks. You have a, a very uh, uh, cunning mind and stuff. But if I win, I want you guys to uh, give me some love. That's all. All Thank right. You. you know what? You, we'll, we'll call you a winner because you will have been a winner <laughs> in this circumstance. <laughs> So I now have two same-game parlays from all of our Eagles and 49ers stuff from what we've nice. done. One of them pays 11-1, to 1, and I actually just bet this one. Hurts to score a touchdown. That's Rob's play. We all seem to like the Eagles, so just Eagles money line with the ability yeah. to have that early payout option. You know, if you yep. get up by three scores, that's always nice to have. I've won a few this year in my back oh, pocket huge. on it's, the early payout. It is yep. huge. Miles Sanders under 14 and a half rushing attempts. AJ Brown over 68 and a half receiving yards pays 11 to one. See, All now right. that is a, a parlay that math works out and everything. I just, it, yeah. It, 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 it may or may not work out. The math still might not be there, but it's a parlay and we all Pat, like it. Pat, are we you all listening? like it? Are you listening to this guy? Like nothing is ever like, Hey, you know, like, I hope you hit 14. Well, I don't, I don't want pass. you just, I don't want you just throwing out these outlandish statements on every play of the math works out. It, it, it might. It's it, a it, 14 to one parlay. He's taking 11 a to shot. One. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It, 11 to one. It's still pretty good. And those yeah. things can happen. Of course. But the math doesn't work out. It could happen. Doesn't mean that the math <sighs> no, works I, out. I'm well, how about this? How, no, how, how about this? Calculus class, Rob. Sick and tired of your math. <laughs> well, listen, if you're going to, if you're going to throw out the statement of, the, this is the parlay where the math works out. It's a parlay. It's a I big will, one. Yeah, Just let it, him play it, and let's not talk about anything else. It's go for it. I, I got no, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that. I got an right. even bigger one for you, Cam. If you want to hear it, I would love to hear it. As long as Rob has no comments about like what it should be and shouldn't be. Man, well, as long as you don't say that one. the math works out on this You're one. Right. As that well. was a. That was a stupid yeah. state. Okay, the okay. math doesn't work. I, I like. I like the 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 yes. intense. I like the intensity of his parlay to pay double digits okay got it thanks so we are taking off eagles money line and replacing it yes. cam with your silver selection of goddard anytime touchdown so it's sanders under rushing attempts aj brown over receiving yards hurts and goddard both the score 30 to 1 enter does the math does the math work rob I, I, i'm not running it in front of me it's a parlay right so the, no typically speaking <laughs> It's not the math is not going to work out unless it's, every leg in that parlay is is a positive expected value bet, which it probably isn't in this case. But I, I don't, you know what? But it sounds good at thirty to one. Can we uh, all yes, agree? Yes, yeah, I I would agree that I I would like to have uh you know a little sprinkle on a thirty to one of that parlay. Excellent. Yes. Well, that will do it on the Pat Mayo experience for championship weekend of the NFL. We'll have our best bets for the Super Bowl coming up in two weeks. And Cam, if you are available, I would like to do our best bets for Super Bowl food next week. Now, if you're in the hospital, I'm not going to hold you to appearing on the show. I can run a best of in its place. It is an off week, but if you want to do it and are able to do it, you let me know. Okay. 
I think it's a day surgery, Pat. The problem is, though, this is my concern. And without joking aside, me and Rob have fun. Like, we really like each other. And he's coming at me all the time with stuff. And this is what we do. I worry about the stitches in the area because it's so whatever. Like, and I laugh a lot and I talk, I get really animated. I just don't need them popping up in my stomach, like falling on the, like, that's what I'm concerned about. I just need information, like how long it's going to take to, that's why I can't do shows. Cause I like to laugh. I like to have a good time. I get fired up. It's not like I'm going to be Perry Como and doing it from a bed. Right. Yeah. So well, that's the whole issue. You gather that info. And if the math works, we'll do the show next week. Hey, and listen, even if the math doesn't work, do it anyway. Well played, Rob. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Pat. Who cares about that? Oh, so we're doing DFS foods. Is that what we're talking about again? Like yeah. dips and oh, picks? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, buddy. I, I, I got some new attitudes with this game. Like vodka soda, I just, that, that mix is essential. Essential. I mean, there's no time limit. We don't have to record it on a Thursday morning. How we much, can, we can record how much it is whenever. wine, Pat? Is I, it a bottle of wine or a glass? Well, the, these, I, need a bo- I need bottles. These are the things. See, this is what makes it difficult to do. Because I kind of said it was if you if you get the drink, it's sort of like unlimited for the day oh, of yeah. what you get. Turn you lost it into it? a buffet instead of just uh, yeah, we we get some serious problems here. Yeah. But anyway, it, it's great great show. Yeah. The the, the the extreme weather on both my end and your end is not being helpful to the uh, system today. No, no. It's uh, blowing, blowing wind and snow here. I don't know. Rob's got some kind of force field around his. Uh, no, 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 no. It's uh, it's a disaster here as well. Okay. Like my, my dog is uh, like he goes out and he's, he's buried. He's scared. Yeah. yeah, yeah he's, scared. he's just like, I, I, you know, his head is barely above the snow. Yeah. It's been a rough one. But uh, no, Pat, we got through it. We did, and hopefully all the footage is there, unlike last week when we get to it, because that was a bummer. Oh, no, 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 no. We should probably test this now or check because we don't want to. I don't want you to have to, like, bring it out things. Cut, 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 cut. Like, uh, well, that's what, how that's, could you tell? That's what I'm going to have to do. I have all the time codes written down of when it cuts out, and then I can piece it together. Super easy stuff. Oh, fair. Hey, man, you're, 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 you're the magician. I'm just uh, a loud mouth who talks, right? So let's go. All right. Hope that teaser really wins now, Rob. I know, I know, I know it's. A I know. I, 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 I'm not rooting. I'm. Those are the the sides I'm rooting for. Uh, just for like the pure. And I'm not, I mean. I, And I know, like, by betting for like 35 years, how stupid it is. But we're having fun on the show. Like, you know what I mean? It's just one of those things, and I'm gonna play it, and I don't care about the math. Yep. It's that simple. At Cam Stewart Live on Twitter. At Rob Pizzola on Twitter. You can find him on YouTube at the Hammer HQ or just go to thehammer.bet in your web browser, on your phone, wherever you may be, to check out all of the best sports betting content around. You can follow me at the PME, smash like, sub to the channel, and runthesims.com slash mayo will get you 10% off the fancy simulations and you don't even have to take cords out or use a supercomputer from 1954 in order to use them. Just run them from your phone if that's really what you want to do, okay? I'm Pat Mayo. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. We, we made it through. Pat, Pat, can I give you one quick minute? Rapid fire. Sue versus Ben on. Any opinion? No. Matchup bets today for golf. Yeah, Smalley you're... versus Fowler. Nope. Uh, Rogers and Higgo. Nope. Rose and Bradley. Dude, the, the weather is so bad there that I'm not touching any head-to-head matchup. It's like 40 mile per hour wins. Taylor if Montgomery should beat Siwoo Kim, right? The guy's playing well. I if mean, the weather's that bad, just just out of curiosity, if the weather's that bad, wouldn't you just want to take like the bigger underdogs yeah. in those matchups? I, I like would, way more variance, I, right? I, 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 would, I would want underdogs who are good at chipping is what I would look for. So in that matchup, I would love Siwoo Kim, weirdly enough. Mm. Okay. Uh, what about uh, Spawn and Pendrith? I kind of like Spawn. He's a dog too. I, I, um, I, I, I don't play these.
Okay. Okay. No Sun Jm versus Justin Thomas. He's a dog. No. Oh, JT just got married though, so that's probably going to be. Uh, Justin so Thomas he... had no business tying my matchup yesterday. He was down five shots, and fucking him just hit the skids. Also, him anyway. just got married too. He got married like three weeks mm. ago. What it's about be a rough the day for those guys. Oh, look at this one, Rob. Uh, Smotherman versus Fratelli. Goggles versus Aphyxia. That's a tough matchup right there. For, people used to say that I look like Fratelli. You know what? You, you A little, but you don't have the racquetball glasses the way Fratelli did. I do uh, for basketball when I play. I'll, oh. wear them, I'll wear them next week. We'll make a... Well, yeah, if we more. do a golf pick with Dylan Fratelli, I need you to put on your fucking goggles for, for me. That'd be good. Okay. Sorry, Pat. I, I know you're not interested in my matchup bets. I'll figure this shit out myself. Yeah, it's okay. just, it's just. I, I don't, I, I, I don't think that there's any real way to think about it. Like, okay, I do, I do say one thing though. I think Zalatoris is going to beat Xander Shively. Why? Because I just think he's his game looks real good right now. I think Shively struggles a bit. Right. Or Homa over Morikawa. Yeah, these are tough matchups. Day over Matsuyama? Nothing? I mean, you're just picking a... You're, basically, you're just picking a bunch of guys who can't putt versus guys who can putt. Fair enough. Yeah, you're right. I just want some action this afternoon. Just uh, You know how it goes. Experience!